podcast contains mature content. The views and opinions expressed by the co-hosts are not necessarily those of the host. Listener discretion is advised. Ladies and gentlemen, this is episode 73 of the Smack and Raw podcast. I am your host, the warden, Matt Ritter. I'm here with my co-host, as always, Sir Cussalot, Travis Pointer. What's happening? Who is officially, technically, one year older than he was the last time you guys listened to us. I'm actually only a week older than the last time you listened to us. You were 31 last time. You are 32 now. I'm only 25 years old, sir. What are you talking about? Bullshit. We went to school together. We are the same age, and you are a couple months older than I am. And if I'm 31, that makes you 32, motherfucker. I am 25 years old. Yesterday was the seventh anniversary of my 25th birthday. Oh, now you sound like my wife who's on her second annual 29th birthday. See? See? That's the problem. People continue to get older because they accept it as an inevitability. I chose not to accept it. Therefore, I'm still 25 years old. Well, you're you're a video game person. Why don't we consider it leveling up? I'm I'm going to be level 32 in April. You're still back at level 25. That's fine. The level cap was 25. Everything else after that is arbitrary. <laughs> All right, Travis. Well, did you enjoy your birthday? Did you have a happy birthday? I did. And then I got to a certain point in Red Dead Redemption where some serious shit happened and it hurt my heart. Oh, I'm those, sorry to hear that. Those of you who have played, she knew the rules. Now, uh, she knew the rules. The, ra- the rack sent you a very special uh, happy birthday video. Uh, how did you enjoy that? It was very interesting. Um, I'm happy that he thought of me in that time. But, um, fuck you. Well, I will pass that along. Actually, you know what? This Sunday is TLC, and you and the Rack will be hosting a post show, so you can tell him fuck you yourself. I will. I don't even need to pass that along. Uh, so, guys, make sure, again, you tune in to watch Travis and the Rack go back and forth for our post show of TLC, uh, roughly about half an hour after TLC goes off air. And if you can't catch it, then you guys can always catch Wait, it. Wait, that's this Sunday? On- that is this Sunday. Really? Yeah. So this the, these shows this week was was the go home show for the pay per view. Yep. And that's what they gave us. That's what they gave us. And we'll get into that here in a second. Um, I could have sworn it was next weekend. Well, next weekend is the weekend before Christmas, so it is not next weekend. It is this weekend. Damn. Tomorrow is the fourteenth. Sunday is the seventeenth. I mean, I know the dates. Just, or, I just didn't know. No, I'm sorry. Sunday's the 16th. Yeah, Sunday's my mother's birthday. Yeah. Oh. Well, I'm a little bummed that uh, the rat couldn't get her to come on and wish you a happy birthday, nope. but I'll make sure I wish nope. her. Nope. Nope what? Continue. All right. Anyway, as I was saying, you guys can catch the live post show. If you can't catch it half an hour, which we prefer that you guys do, um, I know the Rack and Travis enjoy that interaction. So if you guys can't catch it right after because you got to go to bed, work the next morning, whatever, the videos will be on Facebook. You can find them at Creation Magazine, facebook.com slash creation magazine, facebook.com slash group slash smacking it raw, and facebook.com slash the Rack SRW because he's a narcissist and only posts videos that involve him. Um, so yeah, that's three places you guys can go find it. But please tune in. And uh, also, we will have a chat going on during TLC, as we always do. It's always fun. We got a lot of interaction there, and we appreciate it, so please keep that up. 
All right, Travis, let's get into news and rumors. We got a few things here. Apparently, Ric Flair has been cleared to wrestle at like 76 or 78 or whatever. He is okay, according to whatever doctors um, allow people to wrestle, for him to go in the ring and do his thing. He better sit his old ass down somewhere. Well, don't forget, it was about a year ago that he was damn near on his deathbed oh, in I the know. hospital. That's what and I now said. He's to fucking wrestle. He need to see his old, sit his old ass down. If there was a Superman, he'd be motherfucking Ric Flair. Like he has no business in the goddamn ring. He should be taking a fucking nap. Um. Next up, WWE has revealed, and uh, again on our Facebook group, facebook.com slash group slash smack and raw. I made a post, but WWE has revealed the NXT UK tag team titles, uh, which actually look different than both the NXT titles, their tag team titles and anything WWE. They're very, uh, very unique. Whereas a lot of the titles are kind of the same, but different colored straps and stuff lately. These are pretty much their own thing. They actually kind of remind me of the old ECW heavyweight championship in the way they look. Okay. I didn't see him, but I, I saw okay. the post, but I didn't like really look closely at him. Now, the next two things I think you're going to have a lot. Well, one, you might not have a lot to say about one. You might. Uh, it has been reported that John Cena will be returning to Monday Night Raw on uh, January 7th, I believe. Early January, probably to announce that he will be in the Royal I'm about Rumble. to say, yeah, because he's going to be in the Rumble. Um, I know you are a huge John Cena fan, so you were looking forward to that. Oh, joy. Yeah. I'm so happy. So excited. Do you see the excitement on my face right now? This is the most interesting one. Last week, I believe, we talked about how they said that The Rock might be getting inducted in the Hall of Fame. There are also rumors that it might be The Undertaker this year. A lot of stuff flying around. But what has been going around, and again, it's a rumor. It is not confirmed. Um Apparently, the idea of The Rock versus Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania 35 for the Universal title is floating around, where The Rock would show up at the Royal Rumble, win the Royal Rumble, challenge Brock Lesnar. Apparently, it was originally scheduled for The Rock to take on Roman Reigns, but seeing as Roman had to leave with his uh, leukemia issue, now they are talking about doing Rock Brock at WrestleMania. I don't want it. I don't want it either. I don't. I don't want Brock Lesnar to be champion going into fucking WrestleMania, personally. But whoa, we're kind of stuck with that. But we uh, don't. Really, we don't know that <laughs> Braun Strowman could win at TLC and he could beat Brock Lesnar at the Royal Rumble and become champion. He could. And Drew McIntyre could win the Royal Rumble and we could have Drew versus Braun at WrestleMania. That's what the fuck I would do if I was booking it. Yeah, but, yeah. But problem is, you don't have the pencil, sir. So <laughs> I should. They really need to give that shit to us. Yeah, I don't know. We see things a bit differently, but, you know. We see things differently, but in the end, between the two of us, I think we would put on a much more entertaining show than some of the shit we get. Probably. And Brock Lesnar wouldn't be champion going into WrestleMania. We talk about that. (laughs) Oh, Uh, right. Well, (laughs) unless unless you've got anything else... uh, Anything you've heard or anything you want to discuss, I guess we could roll right into Monday Night Raw. Do we have to? We do have to because that's the entire fucking reason we're here. I guess. Okay, go ahead. We actually, 
Monday Night Raw started out really cool, in my opinion, because even though I don't think that they're going to do anything about it, at least WWE used Seth Rollins in an opening promo to address all of the fucking issues that the internet wrestling community has been talking about, including Brock being champion, uh, the the use of the Revival and their place on the card, uh, the low ratings for Monday Night Raw, and a litany of other things. Seth threw it all out there. What? And Baron Corbin. Well, that's what I was going to get. Seth Rollins threw it all out there, but instead of saying it's Vince's fault, we put the blame on Baron Corbin because this is – it's – a work shoot, essentially. They're telling the truth, but Vince isn't a TV character, so they can't put it on Vince. So they put it on Corbin because he's the authority figure. And because now, he sucks. <laughs> now, I personally, uh, I don't think that they're really going to change anything, even though, again, Monday Night Raw recorded its lowest rating in history. Um, it actually had less views than The Neighborhood and it did real bad. It was like 2.1 million views at the end in their the defense, in their defense. The neighborhood is a great fucking show. Oh, it is. It's fantastic. I love it. <laughs> but the neighborhood had 6 million views. And the last hour of Monday night raw had 2.1 million views. I mean, like it kicked its ass. It's true. But you know, plus the neighborhoods on network television and, you know, raws on cable kind of makes sense. Uh, but yeah, Rollins called all these things out and Corbin pretty much said, oh yeah, well, if you don't like it too bad, because when Braun doesn't show up at TLC and I'm announced GM, things are just going to get worse, especially for you because you opened your fucking mouth. So Rollins says, well, you know, Corbin, you're talking about how you wanted to have a TLC match and you're disappointed that Braun won't be there. So why don't we have one tonight? You and me. Corbin's like, and eh, I'm busy. I, I, I don't have time for that shit. And then Rollins just kept calling him. Uh, coward over and over again until Corbin's like, all right, fine. You can have your match, but it's for your IC title. And he made an IC championship TLC title match at the pay-per-view or uh, at the end of Monday Night Raw. Only thing I'll say about that, if for some reason you're watching Raw and you don't know exactly what a TLC match is, this is a way for them to show you what exactly a TLC match is. So I'll give them that. But outside of that, why? I, I don't know why. Uh, I do know that I have a lot of fucking issues with the way or, this pay-per-view was structured. Or maybe it was because our ratings were so fucking low. What can we do to get ratings up? Oh, I know. Let's have a TLC match on fucking Monday Night Raw. You know what the problem with that was? That TLC match was the third hour, and the third hour was the lowest rated hour of the show. Yeah, because people didn't care. You know why? Because TLC really isn't all that special. That is why it did not win the best gimmick match of all time in the poll for Smackin' It Raw. Well, the thing is, TLC originally, like, was meant for three very specific teams for a very specific reason. And the fact that you continue that is the problem. We got to do predictions today, so I'm going to cut you off on any kind of TLC rant that you want to do. We're going to save that for when we get into the pay-per-view, because I got a lot to say about the TLC pay-per-view and the matches and the setup and all that too. So let's save all that for when we get into predictions. Um, what if I forget? See... What? What if I forget? You won't forget. You don't know that. I got you. Okay. I got you. Though I did forget to talk about Ty Dillinger last week. Exactly. So um, anyway, did you see the uh, tag team title match? 
Remind me of the tag team title match. Handicap match. Uh, yes. Bobby Root. Okay, so we have new Raw tag team champions. Bobby Root and Chad Gable defeated the AOP and Drake Maverick. Drake Maverick tagged himself in, got rolled up and beat and cost the AOP their tag team titles. Yeah. Remember earlier when a couple weeks ago, I was bitching about how awful they do the NXT talent. You're like, well, the AOP's champions. I mean, Bobby Roode and Chad Gable are champs now. They're NXT people too. The AOP, who were a legit NXT tag team and tag team champions, their entire run was based around Drake Maverick peeing himself. And when peeing himself got to be an old joke, they lost the titles. They won the titles before he peed himself. Yeah, but their first defense of those titles, he peed himself. They weren't defending the titles when he peed himself. That or was no, that, I'm sorry, series. that was Survivor Series. So that wasn't even their first defense. They had just become champions like the week before Survivor Series. He peed himself. That was the whole run. And now that that's not funny anymore, they're not champions. Bobby Roode, even though he is known as a tag team wrestler from TNA, was NXT champion. I believe he should be a singles champion, not in a tag team with Chad Gable. That's a different story. You believe that. Well, Bobby Roode's a fantastic talent. Yeah, he is, but AJ everybody's Styles, not meant to be a singles champ. He's better as a tag guy, if you ask me. I'm I'm not saying he needs to be WWE or Universal champ. Intercontinental. I could see Bobby Roode being Intercontinental t- champ. Yeah. I got no problem with that. Yeah. Um, like, even when no, I used to watch him in TNA, he was cool, but he was so much better when he was part of Beer Money. Anyway, go ahead. Uh, like I said, uh, and you kind of brought up this week, these go-home shows for TLC were kind of lackluster. We had Drew McIntyre against Dolph Ziggler again. Drew wanted a rematch because Dolph beat him last week, thanks to Finn Balor. Finn Balor was not here this week. Uh, so McIntyre beats Ziggler, and then after the match, he beats on Ziggler, gives him a Claymore kick against the ring apron. So Doesn't Ziggler's really do anything for the pay-per-view match because Balor wasn't there, so... So Ziggler's dead, and then we move on. Got it. Yeah. Did you see Elias versus Leo Rush? Yes. All right. Elias took on Leo Rush with Lashley at ringside. Anyway, but go ahead. I'm sorry, what was that? I said I have problems with this, by the way, but continue. Well, let's talk about him because Heath Slater was – this was his first match refereeing, and um, apparently, even though they didn't <laughs> show it to us, somebody had a conversation with Heath Slater about Baron Corbin's friends being able to do whatever the fuck they want. Because Bobby Lashley got explicitly involved in this match against Leo Rush, uh, beat down Elias. Looked like he was going to kind of go ring the bell after he let a lot of stuff slide. And Bobby Lashley just kind of stopped him, said a couple words to him. He continued the match. Leo Rush got the pin and the win over Elias. The Heath Slater thing is not the issue I have with that. I kind of like the direction they're going with that with him being like, you know, in order to keep his job, he has to be the GM's little puppet. I get that. I'm okay with that storyline. Whatever. The problem I have with this is them putting Leo Rush in the ring right now. It's too soon. It's too soon. They well, got to give him time as, you know, as Lashley's hype man to really get under people's skin. So we really want to see him get his ass kicked before we put him in the ring. They did that way too soon. We're going to talk about this a little bit later uh, when we get to SmackDown, but... I believe there is a reason they did it. And though I agree, it doesn't make sense storyline wise. He is the manager for Bobby Lashley, but he is also still a 205 live talent. And they have recently very much so 
been heavily pushing 205 Live Talent. They've taken the Cruiserweight Championship off the pre-show. We saw it on the main show at Survivor Series. Um, and I actually think the pay-per-view before Survivor Series, it was also on the main show, not the pre-show. Um, we have Leo Rush competing here. We have had the Lucha House Party on Raw the last few weeks. And then Mustafa Ali, which we'll talk about later on SmackDown. I'm not sure why, but they are heavily pushing the 205 Live talent and Leo Rush being someone who still competes on 205 Live in singles matches when he's not with Bobby Lashley. That may be the reason why. I agree it doesn't work for the story, but that may be the reason why. Yeah, but it would it really doesn't make sense for the, even the promoting 205 Live <laughs> either because it's just like, oh, yeah, here's a 205 Live guy, but he's weak. So, <laughs> like... With Leo Rush, yes, they've had the Lucha House Party doing the Lucha House Party rules. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm specifically in. talking about the Leo Rush versus Elias match. Like, that's that's well, specifically what I'm talking about. He's weak in comparison to a, a guy of Elias' size, but his strength isn't his strength. His strength no, when I say weak, I mean, like, he can't win. Okay. <laughs> um, did you see the, uh, the face-to-face Alexa hosted with Nia and Ronda? Face to face, yeah. I'll do the quotes for you since you can't do them. Yeah, I take it you saw that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Basically, Nia came out and talked a bunch of shit, and then Ronda stormed down to the ring and said she's not here to strike her poses. Uh, she's here to fight. She wanted to fight. Nia and Tamina back away. Ember Moon runs down to even the odds, and then we get a match: Ember Moon versus Tamina. Did you see that? Yes. Which uh, Ember beat Tamina in a singles match, so. Even though she's not where we want her, another good showing on TV, on Hulu, and a win for Ember Moon. Step in the right direction. Not where she should be, but step in the right direction. She's going to win the Rumble, so it's okay. Well, we'll talk about that because there are some theories that I kind of agree with that might derail that a little bit. Nope, she's going to win the Rumble. Okay. Um, Then, as we said, we had – well, here, let me see. Did you see Bailey versus Alicia Fox? Negative. Did you see the Dean Ambrose interview backstage? I don't think so. And did you see the Natalia promo uh, with Ruby Riot? Negative. Oh, wow. That was actually an interesting one. Um, so <clears throat> we're at the main event. Let's talk about the main event. Uh, Corbin has Heath Slater be the ref for this IC title match, which Based on the information that we got from the Bobby Lashley uh, interference in the Leo Rush Elias match, you would think that this match is almost guaranteed to be rigged for Baron Corbin to come out. That's what they were trying to do. I'm not saying that a logical person would think that Seth Rollins is going to lose the IC title before <laughs> it's not his even IC that, title match. Because it's a, it's a no DQ match anyway. So whether or not Heath Slater is out there is irrelevant. It's not because <laughs> Heath Slater is there too, as we saw. Shove the ladder over and try and. They could have done that with anybody. They didn't even be out there as the ref to do that. Yeah, they could have just had one of them come out. There was no reason for Heath Slater to be out there, other than to further the story that they're trying to tell. Like even think about it. Like think about it. TLC matches. How often do you see a ref in the ring? uh, Not very often. You've never seen a ref in the ring during a TLC match. Go ahead and say it. It's okay. It's okay because they're not there. There's no. There's no point for them to be there. 
There's no, there's absolutely nothing for a referee to do during the TLC match. Like they don't even well, have to declare a winner because you know what declares the winner when you pull the belt down. Like it's just. No, I agree with you. Um, I will say that I think we are going to see Heath Slater in the main event of TLC if if it is the main event in the Baron Corbin Braun Strowman TLC match. I hope that is not the main event, but we will. I, I'm certain we will see Heath Slater uh, in that match. You don't want your boy Braun in the main event. No, I want the rightful main event to close the show to be Becky Oscar Charlotte because that's what should close the fucking show. I mean, I know that. I just want to make you say out loud that you didn't want Braun Strowman in the main event. Go ahead, continue. I don't want him in the main event of TLC. Okay. Honestly, at this point, I don't want him in the main event over Becky Lynch at all because Becky Lynch is still the best thing going in WWE right now. True. Uh, so anyway, Rollins ends up winning. As we said, Slater tried to take him out, and Slater even like pleaded with him a little bit and said, listen, I'm sorry I had to do it for my job. And Rollins was like, yeah, okay. And then he knocked him out and sent him out of the ring, went up, got the title, won the match. Um, apparently, at TLC, we are going to get the finals of the Mixed Match Challenge. And the winner of the finals of the Mixed Match Challenge get an all-expense-paid vacation to uh, any destination they want, and both members come in as number 30 in the Royal Rumble. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> the reason I, well, the reason I'm telling you this is because it was Jinder Mahal and Alicia Fox versus Bailey and her replacement partner, Apollo Crews, because I guess Finn Balor already had a match, and he was sick and couldn't be at Monday Night Raw, so Apollo Crews... Like, my problem with this mixed match challenge, other than the round robin thing, was they've changed partners so many times, it's almost lost any kind of relevance. You but still, you still got our truth in Carmella, though. Uh, during Bailey versus Alicia Fox, the Singh brothers caused some problems, and then Apollo Crews comes down to help out his mixed match tag team partner. Um, Bailey got the win with the Bailey to Belly. Mixed match tag team, though, Alicia Fox and Jinder Mahal beat. Apollo Crews and Bailey. Mm. Dean Ambrose had an interview backstage where they were asking him, they showed him a video package of all the stuff that's gone on since he turned on Seth Rollins, starting with them winning the tag team titles. Before we move to this, I saw something in the group about Apollo Crews and Sasha. What happened? Oh, I oh yeah. I didn't see that yeah. match, so I don't know. So, because Bailey was out there, Sasha, her best friend, was out there too. And as the Singh brothers got involved, and Apollo Cruz came to help even the odds, um, along with Sasha, Apollo Cruz. All right, so Apollo Cruz picked her up for a body press and tossed her. Now, if you remember when we were backyard wrestling way back in the day, one of the things that we never did was like a gorilla press or a military press because. There is no good way to pick someone up and not have your hand on their junk. It was our least favorite move to do. <laughs> no one wanted to touch it. True. The cameraman got a very clear picture of Apollo Crews two fingers deep inside Sasha's cookie jar so as he picked her up to press her. He grabbed her by the pussy. Yeah, and I, I'm sure her husband wasn't happy about it when he got that close up on TV. Mm-mm-mm. Apollo Crews. We don't grab him by the pussy, sir. We don't do that. We should start calling him Apollo Trump, apparently. 
too far. You're the one. I know. I'm just fucking with you, dude. I'm just fucking with um, you. So, yeah, no, he picked her up for a military press or a gorilla press to toss her on the Singh brothers. And cameraman just got a nice shot of her, his hand, like right in there, like two fingers deep in that cookie jar. So. Shame. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Dean Ambrose had an interview backstage. They showed him a video clip of him winning the tag team titles and turning on Seth and all the things that have happened and asked him his feelings about it. And it was that kind actually of, sounds for me. I think maybe I did see that. You saw where they asked him about, oh, the and he says, who cares? I remember what happened. I remember what happened. So I was watching this yesterday. All right. So keep in mind what yesterday was your birthday. Yeah. I was drunk as shit. So, yep. and during this spot, I had ordered some food. And like as this was happening, my food order got here, and so I went to go get the food, and I missed all that. But I heard it in the background, so I didn't see it, but I heard it. All right, so this is good enough for Hulu. But what's important about this is he did say he doesn't care about Roman Reigns. When well, asked yeah. about Roman Reigns, he that's doesn't what, care. Yeah, that's what he's supposed to say. It makes sense. That's that's the big pull from this. Uh, the other thing that's not good enough for Hulu, and I'll do my. I fucked up and I didn't do my not good enough for Hulu thing because, again, you still aren't recording it and just playing it when I need you to. So uh, I'll do it afterwards when I announce the two things on this show that weren't good enough for Hulu. This one was actually pretty good. Natalia came out and she cut – for Natalia, she cut a great promo. For a regular wrestler, it, was, it, it had its ups and downs, but it came off good. It was about how she's dedicating this match to her father and, you know, how she is a heart and – family pride and Brett and this and that it came off genuine and it came off actually really good, especially for Natalia who hasn't in the past been the best promo in the business. Um, but of course the riot squads music hits and the three come out and they're carrying a big cloth, uh, thing and they mount it on the stage and then live and Sarah take off. And Ruby cuts a great promo herself where she says that she's got a present for Natalia and she removes the cloth, and it is a table with, like, Jim the Anvil Nightheart standee, like, pasted to it. And she says, this Sunday at TLC, when I put you through this table, you'll be closer to your father than you've ever been. Bruh. Yeah. Bruh. You can say that? Apparently so. And Natalia was almost in tears, and they made fun of how no Natalia shit. was crying again. But, yeah, they did that. That's so fucked up. So. I like it, though. <laughs> no, I did, too. I enjoyed it. And I'm, when we get into our predictions and I talk about that ladder match, I, I wanna, I'm want i going to touch on that a little more. But, the table match. Yeah, I'm sorry, the table match. This week, ladies and gentlemen, two things. Not good enough for Hulu. Bailey and Alicia, Bailey versus Alicia Fox with uh, Sasha getting her cookie grabbed, and the Natalia promo with the uh, Ruby Riot and Jim the Anvil Nightheart on a table mat uh, segment. So they just cutting the women out. Shame, yeah. shame, shame. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. It's 2018. Um, WWE do better. I'm sure there was like some random shit you could have cut without that. Do you got a travesty for the week? Besides how bored I was? If that's what you want your travesty to be, it's your travesty. T-R-A-V-I-S-T-Y. Travesty. You spelled that wrong. I spelled Travis with a T-Y. 
So. So that's how we spell travesty. It's based off your name. It's EY. However you want to spell it. <laughs> it's your fucking travesty, Travis. If it's that you're bored, it's that you're bored. I'm just, I'm trying to make you stick to doing one every week. I mean, I I'm hear you. Bored. It's just, it's not one specific thing. Just overall, the whole thing is just boring me. And I need it's it. It's not know. a travesty that you didn't get to see Apollo Crews go two fingers deep. And I really got to stop saying that uh, to grab uh, Sa- the Sasha Apollo Crews thing. No, that's not a, that's not a travesty to me. It's, it's, it's not it a was... travesty that you missed Ruby Riot and the Jim the Anvil Nightheart promo and the table and No, because the that. thing is, you know why? I think the problem is because I think I said this last week, they've put the bar so low. <laughs> so it's just like when something doesn't happen, it's just like, uh, yeah, that makes sense that, that wouldn't be there because the whole thing sucks. So <laughs> <coughs> All right, well, let me correct myself. The whole thing doesn't suck. It's just not as good as it should be. That's that's a better way of putting it. Let's roll into SmackDown. We get uh That's not. The new Daniel Bryan cutting another promo. I need uh, them to stop another, saying that too. Another great promo uh with this new character where he insults the fans and everything else and starts off to say he's apologizing, but he's apologizing because it wasn't fair to compare uh sheep to the fans. Sheep are better than the fans, blah, blah, blah. Channeling and his then, inner Alexa Bliss. Huh? He said channeling his inner Alexa Bliss. A little bit, a little bit, but I, I don't think that his apology was as sincere as she made her sound. Like, I, I think we all knew that it wasn't going to be sincere, whereas she will almost trick you into thinking, <laughs> maybe she's actually serious this time, and then she flips it around. Um, But he's inter- he's interrupted by Mustafa Ali, who... You are familiar with, we've talked about, he is a fellow Chicago native. Uh, he is, as they repeatedly said, the heart of 205 Live. Daniel Bryan tries to convince him uh, to turn on the fans and to, you know, use his talents the same way Daniel Bryan has and turn to Daniel Bryan's version of the dark side. When he refuses, Daniel Bryan asks him what kind of car he drives. He says an SUV which really, really, really makes Daniel Bryan angry. <laughs> and then they have a match, and it was a it was a great fucking match. Both guys are fantastic in the ring. Again, this was a lot about them showcasing the talent on 205 Live that I have to assume nobody's watching, which is why they're trying to showcase them. Because technically, from what we have been told, 205 Live is a raw entity, and that is all of the 205 Live talent, which means Mustafa Ali has no business being on SmackDown Live, having a match on SmackDown Live. He is a raw superstar, as per the draft, as per what we have been told. Interesting. It's a raw entity, but it comes on after SmackDown. Actually, it doesn't come on after SmackDown anymore. It's on Wednesdays now before NXT. That's weird. Which makes me believe it's not fucking live. So 205 Live is a misleading. No, it's it's not live at all. Yeah, Yeah. we, we knew that already, though. Well, it was when it came on after SmackDown. It was live because it was taped after SmackDown. Now, when they move it to Wednesdays, it's not live anymore. Mm. Um, but like I said, it was it was a great match. Both guys were fucking fantastic. Obviously, Brian got the win, but uh, they really showcased the talents that Mustafa Ali have. I actually sat down and watched 205 Live this week because I was a little curious as to you know all the showcasing what's been going on and. It wasn't a bad show. They got some good talent. They got some things going on. I mean, nothing that I'm like, oh, my God, you got to go see that. But it was fine. 
I needed something to do on Wednesday, so I watched it. Should have just it was entertaining instead. Huh? Nothing. Should have played Red Dead instead. No, that's not what I said. But go oh. ahead. Then uh, we got a battle rap between the Bar and the Usos with the New Day moderating. Uh, there was a lot of tension between the New Day and the Usos as to who won the last battle rap, where the Usos kind of took a shot at the New Day, and the New Day took a shot back. Um, <laughs> the bar took Vanilla Ice's Ice Ice Baby and just parodied the words, which was so bad it was actually kind of funny. <sighs> just a little bit. Not, not hilarious, but almost <sighs> kind of funny. I don't get the battle rap thing. I don't get why we're doing this. I'll say the Usos weren't bad, but I, I just I don't understand why we're why we're doing battle raps on fucking SmackDown between tag teams. I don't know, but Mega Ram wasn't there, so wasn't any good this time. They need Mega Ram. Of course, this being a a setup for their TLC match or a lead into their TLC match. You know who the Mega match Ram had is? TLC. Huh? Do you know who Mega Ran is? No. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Continue. I know who Megatron is, and he wasn't there either. No, no. Mega Ran is actually, either Megatron. No, Mega Ran is a rapper, and he like does raps, and he like uses um like Mega Man music and shit. It's pretty fucking dope, actually. Has okay. a song called Doctor Wiley, and it's fucking dope, like for real. Go ahead. What was was he at one before? Because you said he wasn't there this time. Yeah. Did he host one? Or was he just in the crowd? He was there behind. He was there with the New Day the last time. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, I have no idea who that is. But. It's okay. Don't worry about it. Because it's leading into their TLC, their match at TLC. It's not a TLC match. It's just a match at TLC. Um, Obviously, a brawl ensued between the three teams with the bar coming out on top at the end of the brawl. Um. I fucking hate this Ms. Shane shit. <laughs> I do too. I don't I don't get it. I don't see the point. Did you know nope. that we were supposed to have Naomi versus Mandy Rose on SmackDown? And Paige made that match on Twitter, I believe, announced the match. There's been a back-and-forth Twitter feud between Mandy Rose and uh, Trinity Fatu, or Naomi, as you know her, mm-hmm. um, on Twitter, which has actually been entertaining, and it's actually still going on. But they were supposed to have a match on SmackDown. And Paige cited the reason that we didn't have the match was because The Miz showed up and grabbed a ref and created a match that wasn't supposed to exist uh, between Shane and these two jobbers. Um, And that's why that match got bumped, which is bullshit because they could have had the match. I, I much rather would have seen Naomi versus Mandy Rose than I would have what I fucking got, but it yeah. was just more of the Miz trying to coax Shane into being his tag team partner. Apparently, he would lie to a ref and told a ref that Paige sanctioned a match. He had these two guys come out, and um, they jumped Shane, and then Shane kind of came back and pretty much won the match on his own. And then she was pissed that Paige was pissed at the ref, and then the two guys come over with uh, receipts saying that the Miz promised them $5,000 each for their match. Paige ripped up the receipts and threw them away and told them to get the fuck out of here. And I don't know why we're wasting our time with this. It's fucking awful. I hate it. They're trying to find a way to justify that 
bullshit they had last month or two months ago, whenever the fuck that was. They, uh, then we had a Randy Orton promo where Rey Mysterio came down and attacked him with a chair because we're having a chairs match. Again, more things I need to get into. Oh, my God, I fucking hate that. Um, at TLC between Randy Orton and Ray. Jeff Hardy and Rusev teamed up to beat Shinsuke and Samoa Joe. Rusev pinned Shinsuke, which doesn't matter because we don't have a U.S. title match at TLC. We're not seeing Rusev versus Shinsuke at TLC, so... Um, nor are we seeing Jeff Hardy versus Samoa Joe. Neither of these matches are taking place at TLC. Wasted segment on your go-home show before your pay-per-view. And then we have Asuka versus Charlotte, um, which ends in a DQ after Charlotte grabs her, I'm guessing now, signature kendo stick and starts attacking Asuka with it. Becky gets up and looks at... It was a great match. It's Asuka and Charlotte. It's going to be a good match. Becky gets up and kind of looks and then goes to walk away. Charlotte hits her from behind. Becky comes back. She grabs the kendo stick, goes to town on Charlotte. Then Asuka gets up and hits Becky, and she takes the kendo stick. And then we get a really entertaining ending where Charlotte's laying on the floor and Becky's laying on the announce table, and Asuka's just going back and forth, beating them both with the kendo stick. Like, she's trying to beat on two drums, but she's only got one stick. And then Asuka stands tall at the end of the segment. My only question in this entire segment is why Asuka attacked Becky with the kendo stick. Because they've got a match, and she's tired of being overlooked. But, but like, Charlotte was the one beating you with the kendo stick, though. Like Yeah, but was, Charlotte was already down and hurt. Yeah, that's just, just, just it was uncalled for, is my point. In a way, Becky kind of saved her. Other than us, the WWE Universe, you and me specifically, or just you, who's jabbing out this week, Travis? Hmm. AOP. Yeah, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Um, I was going to say Heath Slater. I might still say Heath Slater. It's a good choice as well. Because he's got a job, but it's not a pleasant one. And he got kicked by Seth Rollins for doing his job. Who's going over this week? Asuka. I'm going to say Mustafa Ali because he got showcased on SmackDown against the WWE champion, and he went out there and he showed what the fuck he could do. Uh, I guess he got a lot of praise backstage. So good for Mustafa Ali. I'm going to say he's going over this week because he, he made an impact on SmackDown as a guy from a show that no, nobody watches. He went out there and he did his thing. All right, Travis, you were uh, from the poll that we had. Uh, we had a tie. I spoke. And uh, the next match that you were required to watch from NXT for this week was American Alpha versus The Revival. What did you think of American Alpha versus The Revival? I mean, another good NXT match. Like, it was fine. The only thing I really got out of it that I didn't get out of any other million of other NXT matches you made me watch was I got the, uh, you know, you fucked up chant and the, uh, you know, Botchamania chant, which was funny. But um, other than that, I'm like, okay, another good match. I get it. You know, they have good matches in NXT. I know. I expect this. Okay. Yeah, but they're good matches that you haven't seen and... 
it's showing you a lot of what you're not getting on Monday Night Raw. So but even I though knew that. Raw was shitty and SmackDown was shitty, at least you had one enjoyable match to watch this week that was really good. It showed you what Jason Jordan and Chad Gable were capable of, which they squandered on the main roster, even when they were champions. But these are all um, especially things I Jason knew Jordan. already, Matt. Huh? But these are all things I knew already. Things you knew, but you haven't seen. Yeah, I guess. I mean, tell me you weren't entertained. I know you're not going to suck the Revival's dick for me right now, as you so aptly put it last week, but tell me watching the Revival work as a heel tag team. Yeah, you did. <laughs> uh, I asked you to put over the Revival, and you said, I'm not sucking the Revival's dick for you right now. Oh, okay. Um Tell me you did not enjoy watching them work as like a real heel tag. Oh yeah, that was the thing. I, I saw. I, I I did like seeing a heel tag team doing heel tag team shit, like the whole like you know, old school heel tag doing team the shit. whole thing with the whole putting his foot on the ropes and like holding down the towel. The whole him like slipping under the ring to pull the other guy down so he couldn't get the tag. All that shit. Like yeah, I get it. It was it, it was a good match. Like as I'm saying, I get I get it. <laughs> like it's cool. I'm just you know. Well, I really enjoy watching these matches with you and hearing your thoughts and just giving you the ability to experience something that the best of what you didn't have time for when it was on or chose to do other things and not watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, right now, at Facebook.com slash group slash Smack and Raw, we have a poll going on for what Travis is going to watch next week. And as of right now, at 11.53 on uh, Thursday, December 13th um it is a three-way tie finn balor versus samoa joe at takeover london um andrade cian almas versus alistair black at takeover new orleans and then uh andrade cian almas versus johnny gargano at takeover philly all of these are nxt championship matches um sounds like we have a three-way tie which means everybody loses so i'm just gonna start watching rumble matches let's do that no Actually, last year I watched every Rumble before the Rumble, and some of it was really fucking rough. I didn't. We might, maybe after next week, we'll talk about that and do that. Let's or we'll we'll just, vote on specific you know. Rumble matches. How's that sound? I might give you an NXT break. I'll put up some Rumble matches. We'll give them a vote, and then they'll get to pick which Rumble matches we talk and we break down. How's that sound? Sounds good to me. Okay. If we do that, I'm going to need you to give me more of a breakdown than, yeah, it was a good match. I enjoyed it. I get it. It's good. I need you to tell me some things you enjoyed, some things I you didn't I did like. tell you things I enjoyed. I had to force it out of you. I need well, a you more got engagement. it, though. Look. I need a little more engagement. Hey, Travis. you got it. It doesn't matter how you find the pot of gold, sir, as long as you catch the leprechaun. You love saying that shit. Um, all right. So, like I said, guys, you guys can check us out. Um for those polls at facebook.com slash group slash Mac and raw. We have a three-way tie. Now I'm going to let it run a little longer. We'll see if we can't break that tie. Um, we need to break that tie. So Travis is a match to watch. Otherwise we're just going to go with the match that I voted on, which of course is Alistair black versus Andrade Cien Almas the night before WrestleMania this year, 2018. So if you haven't voted and you're listening to this, go vote. I'll leave it up till TLC. Once TLC starts, the voting's over. If the tie isn't broken, I'll break the tie, and it's going to be the match that I picked. So there's that. All right, Travis, uh, time for predictions. You ready for this shit? Sure. First off, um, Ty Dillinger. I tweeted Ty Dillinger since we're talking about the Royal Rumble. 
that I personally, the only thing I want in 2019 is for Ty Dillinger to be entered number 10 in the Royal Rumble, to which Ty Dillinger responded to me, oh, God, please, no, no, no. Then I told him, listen, not only do I need you to be number 10 this year, that is forever your spot. That has to be your spot. I got a few extra followers on Twitter. So if you are following me on Twitter, at Matt Ritter, that is at M-A-T-T-R-I-D-D-E-R, and you are a new follower and you are new to this podcast, welcome and thank you for following us. Um, Hopefully those five new followers transfer into five new listeners for this podcast. And if that is you, I appreciate you listening and I hope you enjoy the show and keep listening. There were a lot of people that agreed with me. Ty Dillinger didn't. Also, it's not about him right now. Now that we are talking about TLC, you were explaining to me at the beginning of the show, your issues with the TLC match. Oh yeah. What I was saying, the whole concept of the tables, ladders and chairs match was created for three very specific teams for a specific reason. It was the Dudleys, the Hardys, and Edge and Christian. Like, it was the fact that Edge and Christian consistently used chairs all the time. The Dudleys used tables all the time. The Hardys used ladders all the time. It was the, oh, They were it, masters of the ladder Yeah, match. Yeah, it was their signature. It was each of these teams' signature. So they created a match centered around those things. Anybody else having those matches doesn't make sense at all. I will agree with that. Two things to tag on there. One, we have a ladders match, we have a tables match, and we have a chairs match. I take issue with the chairs match because, A, what the fuck is a chairs match? It is a match where only chairs are legal. A chair is not or has not been a focal point of this feud between Randy Orton and Rey Mysterio in any significant way to warn a match where only chairs are legal. It hasn't been that big of a deal. Yeah, Randy used one on Ray. Yeah, before this pay-per-view, or um, I'm sorry, on SmackDown this week, Ray Mysterio came out and attacked, you know, went after Randy Orton with the chair. But it hasn't really been a focal point of the feud, and chairs matches in and of itself are one of the worst gimmick matches I've ever heard of in my fucking life. And it's stupid. And just because it's TLC, we do not need a tables match, a ladders match, a chairs match. Thank God we don't have a fucking stairs match again. And then two TLC matches on top of that. It's fucking overkill. The ladder match at this pay-per-view makes no fucking sense because it's between Bobby Lashley and Elias and they're hanging a guitar above the ring. And if you get the guitar, then you can use it to win the match. But getting the guitar, <laughs> you don't win the fucking match for climbing the ladder and retrieving the guitar. Yes, yeah, so it's the like whole the point of a ladder match is to climb up there. It's to like win the they took match. the ladder match and gave it the whole whatever on, on a, a pole, pole match. Yeah, yeah, gimmick to go with it, and that's just like that's dumb. I hate that WWE has done this to TLC, has made TLC pay per view, and Travis and I have talked about this before. How really only Money in the Bank, Royal Rumble, and Survivor Series are excusable pay per views to focus around a specific type of match. Every match should then be warranted by the feud and should the feud should not be dictated by the pay-per-view coming up named after a match. We've talked about that, but if you want to do this and you want to have a ladder match, make it the IC title match because there is a history of the IC championship and ladder matches. 
WrestleMania when Zack Ryder won. The classic Razor Ramon versus Shawn Michaels. Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins are two of the best uh, talents on the roster. Or as Ric Flair says, the night when Shawn Michaels wrestled a ladder. There you go. Um, (laughs) Two of the best talents on the roster right now. If you're going to make it a ladder match, you make it that fucking match. Because it makes sense. There's a legacy there. There's a reason why you would hold an IC title ladder match. There's no reason why we're hanging guitar above the ring for Bobby Lashley and fucking Elias. Makes no goddamn sense. I've said what I had to say about stairs matches. The only match that I think they have fairly done a good job with is this tables match between Natalia and Ruby Riot. We're having a tables match because Ruby Riot and the Riot Squad powerbomb Natalia through a table. So what do we do? We have a match where the goal of the match is to power bomb someone through the table. That makes sense to me. The goal of winning a chairs match has nothing to do with actually using the fucking chair. It's not like set a chair up and sit someone down in the chair and run around them three times and then you win. Like, that's not a chairs match. You can just use the fucking chair. So they don't play musical chairs first before the match starts? No. Uh, so They should. And then with what we had on Monday Night Raw with Ruby Riot coming out with the table and making the table even more personal, they have added to it. So that is the one match at this pay-per-view I'm going to let slide. I also... Don't like the idea of a TLC match being pinfall or submission, which I believe is what Baron Corbin versus Braun Strowman is going to be. Bubba Ray said it himself. If you're going to do this, he wanted to see, as I said last week, it be the Usos versus the New Day versus the Bar because he has been in the ring with all of them. He's the originator of the TLC match, and he himself said, if anyone could live up to or surpass what they did in TLC, it is those three teams and that's the match you wanted to see in TLC. And even though he's a fucking heel and he's the only heel in professional wrestling today or whatever he claims himself to be in Ring of Honor because he's not retired, I agree with him. That is the match that should have been the TLC match. I'm perfectly fine with the women's TLC match because the women's title is going to be above the ring. It's fine. It's going to be a good match. It'll be entertaining. It should be good. Braun Strowman, Baron Corbin does not make sense. Should have been the tag team title match. Also, so what kind of match is it? It's tag team. It's it's a three way tag match. That's it. That's dumb. Yeah. All right, Travis. Let's get into it. Um, WWE Raw Women's Title Match: Ronda Rousey versus Nia Jax. No stipulation. Ronda. You going Ronda? I went Ronda. The rack went Nia. Uh, SmackDown Women's Title TLC Match: Becky Charlotte Oscar. Becky. You went Becky. I went Asuka, and the rack went Charlotte. And this is what I was talking about earlier. The theory, and I know it's a theory and it's a rumor and it probably won't happen, but the idea is Becky loses the title at TLC, wins the Royal Rumble, and then goes to face Ronda at WrestleMania. I would enjoy seeing that, but I don't think it's going to happen. So, um, that's a theory. Uh, That's what I base my decision on, plus... I'd really like to see Asuka be champ, and if we're going to do a program with Charlotte and Asuka, we've already seen Charlotte and Asuka with Charlotte as the champion. I want to see Charlotte and Asuka with Asuka as the champion, getting some wins over Charlotte. That's where I'm at. Um, TLC match. Uh, Braun Strowman, Baron Corbin. If Braun Strowman wins, he gets a championship match at the Royal Rumble against Brock Lesnar. If Baron Corbin wins, he is the new GM of Raw, permanent GM of Raw. 
I mean, logically, I'd go with Braun, but at the same time, maybe they just kind of want to like stick it to us a little bit longer and keep Baron Corbin as GM. But I'm going to go ahead and go with Braun. All right. I went Braun. The rack went Baron. WWE Championship match. Also no stipulation. Daniel Bryan, AJ Styles. Daniel Bryan. Yep. Uh, we all agree on that. WWE Intercontinental title match. Also no stipulation. Seth Rollins, Dean Ambrose. Dean. I also went Dean. The rack went Seth. Uh, singles match. Now, this is one of three matches that I don't even understand why we have on this fucking pay-per-view. Um, we don't have a U.S. title match. We don't have a Raw tag team title rematch. But we have Finn Balor versus Drew McIntyre in a singles match. Because. So, Finn Balor, Drew McIntyre. Because we haven't seen Finn Balor versus Drew McIntyre in the last couple weeks, huh? Um, Drew McIntyre. I agree with you, and so does the rack. A ladder match with the guitar hanging above the ring. We're going to call this the ladder with a guitar on a pole match. Elias versus Bobby Lashley. I don't, I don't fucking know. I mean, this is another match that I felt should not have been here, and we should have had a title match, either the U.S. or the Raw Tag Team titles. Shit, Bobby Lashley, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> the Rack agrees with you. I said Elias. SmackDown Tag Team title match. The Bar, the Uso, or the New Day? New Day. You're going New Day. I went Usos. The Rack went The Bar. Natalia versus Ruby Riot in the tables match. Ruby Riot. You're going Ruby. I also went Ruby, and so did The Rack. WWE Cruiserweight title match, Buddy Murphy versus Cedric Alexander. Cedric Alexander. And I went Buddy Murphy, the rack went Cedric. Chairs match, Rey Mysterio versus Randy Orton. The chair. I'd much rather would have had Jeff Hardy versus Samoa Joe because at least there was like some real build in that and they were kind of getting personal. Yeah, I mean, shit, I don't know, Randy Orton, whatever. All right, you're going Orton, Rack went Orton, I went Mysterio. And last but not least, I, I think I already know your answer for this, the Mixed Match Tag Team Finals are Truth and Carmella or Jinder and Alicia. God, I hope it's Fabulous Truth. Oh, yeah, Fabulous Truth all day. Could you imagine our truth and Carmella <laughs> being number 30 in the Royal Rumble? Few things would make me happier, Matt. Well, that's it for TLC. Those are our predictions. Uh, Travis and I both went Ronda. Travis went Becky. I went Asuka. We both went Braun. We both went Daniel Bryan. We both went Dean Ambrose. We both went Drew McIntyre. I went Elias. He went Bobby Lashley. I said the Usos. Travis said the New Day. Both said Ruby Riot. I said Buddy Murphy. He said Cedric Alexander. I said Mysterio. He said Orton. And we both picked the fabulous truth, ladies and gentlemen. Got anything else you want to add on to this or any rants that you want to go on about this? It's going to be, I'm sure it's going to be a good pay-per-view and I'm sure there's going to be some great matches, but just a lot of the decisions they made really fucking upset me and didn't make sense to me. No, I don't have anything else. My problem is with the whole TLC thing in the beginning. Like, I just don't need this pay-per-view to exist. And for these to be the go-home shows for a pay-per-view, I was very underwhelmed. I'll agree with that. All right, Travis. Well, if you don't have anything else, 
They can find you on Twitter and Instagram at Sir Cussalot. That is at S-I-R underscore C-U-S-S-A-L-O-T-T. As I said earlier, you guys can find me only on Twitter at Matt Ritter. That is at M-A-T-T-R-I-D-D-E-R. But you guys can find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash creation magazine. Creation is C-R-E-A-T-I-A. If you don't know how to spell magazine, ask Travis. He loves spelling that for people. Fuck that. You better go read a fucking book. <laughs> also, facebook.com slash group slash smacking it raw. I can't plug that enough. It is a fun place to go and talk to people about wrestling. We got a lot of interaction there, and I appreciate everyone who's been a part of that and everyone that's watching these videos. And I encourage all of you to help me out to become the number one creation magazine podcast by going, liking, and subscribing on either Stitcher, Google Play, Spotify, or Apple podcasts to this podcast to get my numbers up so that I can brag to Travis that I'm the best podcast that he has and he's not even the host. That is my fucking goal. But I'm on it. So Thing please is, go do that. Like he's up let me tell you folks, he's obsessed with, you know, beating super flashy air after being the number one podcast. The problem is he's aiming for the wrong one. Like, oh no, I know it's hashtag them thrones. Like hashtag them thrones does Monster numbers. <laughs> it's Travis, ridiculous how many, how like the numbers that hashtag them thrones does. You have to beat the next one up before you get to the top. It's a climb. You can't just shoot straight to the top. See, see, we don't have Edge and Christian here to rocket strap us. That's not what it's Rick Flair told you. To be the man, you got to beat the man. And I will beat the man. And I'm going to beat the woman. And that woman's being Mara first. But it, Mars not the host of, of Super Flashy, though. I am. She's basically the host. You're more the host of the Creation Magazine uh, podcast or Creation Conversation, I'm sorry, and hashtag them thrones. But she picks what shows you guys talk about next. She tells us all of the names of the shows. She really kind of guides that show. Let's be honest. She's kind of the host of that show. And that is the nicest thing I've ever said about Mara. So <laughs> there is that. Take it or leave it. Guys. Please go check out Super Flash Hero tomorrow, despite all this back and forth. It is a really good show. They just posted their mid-season finale, so they will be off. Um, but they will come back when the shows come back on next year in 2019. So you've got plenty of time to get caught up and go check out their shows. I really enjoyed their analysis, even though I didn't agree with everything, of uh, the mid-season finales of all of the CW shows. Okay, you're allowed to be wrong. Thing. Hey, I was going to say that's the beautiful thing is you can listen to it. You can hear their side of it and you can make your own decision as to what you thought of it. And you can go to facebook.com slash groups slash super flash hero of tomorrow and either on the page or in the comments for the video or wherever you guys want. Start a conversation, leave a discussion, let them know what you thought of what they said, what happened, what's going on. Just like you do over at uh, the Smack and Raw page. Also, Creation Conversation, uh, episode dropped a couple weeks ago. We'll have a new episode come 2019. I may or may not be on it. I think Travis just told me he was going to put me on it. Now he's just fucking with me, and he's not actually going to put me on it. He like got my hopes up, and then every every time I think it's going to happen, he just says, ah, you know what, not this time. He enjoys fucking with me. We got anything else we need to plug, Travis? Nope, you need to wrap it up, though. All right, well, this is... Well, uh, for Tra- Sir Custalot, Travis Pointer, I am your host, the word Matt Ritter. We are smacking around. We are that damn good. Peace.